be one, for human beings. Time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. Revolution Radio of FreedomSlips.com, the number one listener-supported talk radio station, throwing ourselves upon the gears of the machine. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. You called down the thunder, well now you've got it. you tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Revolution Radio! an urgent news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen on the go still want to listen don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons don't know what an app is or you don't even care well we got you here at revolution radio now you can dial in 24 7 to listen to our shows we have a number for studio a and studio b and best of all it's free don't forget your carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply though so check with your cell provider to make sure so ready here you go get a pen here's the number Studio A is 712-432-6958, and Studio B is 716-748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. Are we live? I think we are. Okay, welcome to Nightlight, everybody. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we all call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can ever guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical. UFOs to unicorns, and of course, everything in between. Tonight we are blessed, and it is my joy to have with us a good friend of mine, Jen Young. Now, I can think of a lot of ways to describe Jen. She's been called a psychic, a clairvoyant, a medium, a channel, a light worker, and a healer. But none of those really completely explain her or what she does. The term or label that best describes her is that of a spiritual empath. She does much more than just read. She feels, hears, sees, tastes, and even, yes, smells what spirit has to offer. Sharing that information with great sensitivity and compassion, combining with the insight and wisdom of being an eternal student and a teacher of the spiritual gifts that are constantly awakening within her. 
She was called the spirit at a very early age and has grown into a sensitive, very attuned with the earth energies and how they enhance and embrace the journey. Sorry, I have a cat helping me. Um, The journey of the spirit. She is an advocate of the environment and ever aware of our duty to preserve, protect, and work with the earth energies that support and shelter us always. Her profound faith in the universal source of all creation has been a firm foundation for all she is and will become. And her mission is to not only protect the environment in which we live, but to be of service to those who need reminding of the magic and wonder that is carried within all of us. She has a compassionate spirit and is able to help others seek the source within to find their pathway to self-awareness, understanding, and to that link we all carry within to the source of all creation. She is a humble and quiet energy and has unique gifts that make her a true gift from spirit to all of humanity. As with many who are called to serve and share their gifts with humanity during these times of awakening, she's often reluctant to advertise or promote herself, trusting that her words and works will be the energy that draws those to her that are in need of her talents. With the spirit of a poet within her, she is a shining example of what a true spiritual empath is. She invites you to share with her the journey she has embarked upon to sit a while, smile, cry, laugh, and enjoy and take with a grain of salt some of the ideas, thoughts, and truths that resonate deeply within you. She is, as you can tell, someone that I admire greatly, and I am so very glad that she's here with us tonight. Jen, nice to have you. Well, I'm pleased to be here tonight, Barbara. My God, your voice is so deep. <laughs> I know it's very, it's deeper than it was this morning, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting got... deeper as the day goes on. <laughs> Gotta stop smoking those cigars. <laughs> I know. I wish I smoked still. Isn't that funny? I smoked for years and gave it up, and I could still take a cigarette and smoke it and not feel any regret or anything. I absolutely loved that the habit as it were but to me it was a social mm-hmm. social thing but uh, I miss it I miss just the social interaction well you know sometimes those habits that that aren't good for us you know we remember with great fondness um and, and you know we, we forget the harmful ways they can hit us but uh I know when my my mom stopped smoking when she was in her 60s she had a heart attack and when she was in her 80s, she she suddenly kept asking me, where did I put my cigarettes? And I, I kind of would look at her and, yeah, like, you haven't smoked for 20 years. And she said, I just miss it so much. And, and I, you know, would often say to her, I, I don't know where you put them down, but when I find them, I'll give them to you. And, and, and that, that was Carrie, That would be fine. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Um my aunt, uh, she died seven months ago, I think yesterday. Um, she, for years, she'd have one cigarette after dinner. That's it. For years, oh. just a cigarette a day after dinner. And it was, I guess, her simple pleasure. And that's what I'm being told right now, her simple pleasure. Not a guilty pleasure or anything else. It was just a simple pleasure, what she liked to do. And... um how she could get away with doing that, I don't know. She was a <laughs> remarkable woman. but uh, Well, you know, there are those people that 
can do that or have one glass of wine or one Diet Coke. Or, <laughs> and then there are those of us that, you know, just kind of, you know, get in into the loop and, and, and forget that, you know, there are other liquids you can drink. And I'm speaking of myself with a Diet Coke. Um, so, you know, I just, you know, while we have time here, I, I do want to remind people that we, we will be doing readings tonight. And if you'd like to call in for one. Um, please feel free. Uh, often the line does get long. So if you want, would like to have a reading and experience Jen and me, the number is 310-421-4053 or 918-707-8787. Uh, so I do, I do, you know, while we've got the opportunity here and, and the time, I want to talk to you a little bit about the craziness that's going on energetically in this world. Um, it, it feels as though, I don't know if you're experiencing it, but I'm finding people are calling up and saying, what's going on? There's, I feel like I'm out of balance with the universe and, you know, is something crazy happening? And I say, yes. (laughs) Um, are you getting that same kind of a reaction from people? I am. In fact, today, um, I was speaking to a person, an individual, and they said they felt bitter all day. And I said, well, where did that come from? I have no idea. Now, this person is not bitter in any way, shape, or form. And so to be pulling that kind of energy in is really um, odd, shall we say. And it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff that's just swirling around out there that makes me stop and wonder you know, who's flitting by or what kind of energies are are going about, um, what kind of change is happening and how we are going to accept it. Are we going to accept the bitterness that's, you know, we can grab onto it and, you know, cuddle it up and stroke it and, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Or we can just say, yes, I acknowledge that you're here and let it go and... I, you know? I, I sometimes, you know, in, in trying to explain what's going on, it feels almost like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they opened the Ark of the Covenant and all of that stuff came out. Yes. It feels like it's it's that or it's Pandora's box has been opened again. And, and you have many choices that you never had before. And it's an exciting time. But it's it's time to recalibrate yourself energetically to a new level of consciousness that the the cosmos has opened up to you and you know when whenever you're out of balance and coming back into balance you know there are slips and slides and sometimes you fall to your knees and sometimes you don't but but it's it, <laughs> I mean, I, I, easy I, now barbara easy I, I, oh you well you fall off the path all the time and mm-hmm. and and for those who don't know jen she lives um, in Canada on an island and um, has a number of times gone out to walk with her dogs and literally fallen off the path and sometimes hurt herself quite badly. So uh, <laughs> uh, state of the path, Jen, state of the path. <laughs> look, look front. And, 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 you know, when you said that is so true because I was, um, we went for one of our, our hikes this weekend and I'm thinking just, don't look behind you. And it's so true in so many ways 
and and shapes and forms. Don't look behind. Look forward. Embrace what's coming. Look immediately to what you're doing now. Stay in the now. You know, yeah. I walk with my head in the clouds most of the time or looking behind me to see where something is, fall and hurt myself or slide, slip, whatever. And as she said, <laughs> slip sliding away, right? And I thought of that. I thought, this is such a good learning lesson to, to keep your eyes on the path, keep going where you're going, and mm-hmm. you'll get there. You know, well, it may not be the smoothest thing, but you'll get there. Well, I think, and, and you're a good example because um, when the universe wants you to pay attention, you literally <laughs> fall off the path. When, when I screw up, I'm usually um, hit by a two by four or, or knocked to my knees. And, and I think all of us have a way or a modality that the universe stops us in our, in, in our, you know, in our place and basically says, wait a minute, I, you know, you think again, you know, this is not the map that we have. So, you know, if you're wandering off someplace, Maybe you had best come back into the route that, you know, we agreed upon or something because, I mean, Deb, even Deb, Deb, when, when, when things aren't going the way it should, you know, she has, she has, you know, she has um, some physical issues too. I I mean, uh, Renee Richards had some physical issues this year and, and, you know, had to recalibrate a lot of things. I know a ton of practitioners and people sometimes think that practitioners have it easy because they know it all, which is, you know, the biggest joke out there. But, but, you know, I think sometimes we get it worse than they do because we should know better. And, and we obviously are human. So we don't, and we have to learn the same lessons they do. But, but, but it feels like sometimes the one, the practitioners get hit harder than the average people, because of course, you know, they, they haven't studied and, 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 you know, embraced as much as we have, but that's only because they haven't had time and they certainly will get to it. But to, to have these kind of experiences where, you know, it, it, the universe, it would be so much easier if it just sent you a telegram. It's true. You know, getting knocked off the path, having the reset button, hitting the pause button, um, I was, one of my mother's favorite things was this, patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue, Jenny. Patience is a virtue. And that would drive me nuts. (laughs) And so this weekend, we'd gone out. The big guy and I had gone out. and We'd done a couple of things. And I ran into a friend. And she's trying to um, talk me into dragon boating, which is rowing, um, Mm -hmm. team rowing. And I thought, I might just give that a try. And she said, you know, I've been taught patience this last little while. She said, and it's one of the hardest things to learn is being patient. I'd rather be out doing things. And I, we, we, we talked about that, being taught to slow down, take a look, patience. And I, I pondered that as I'm going around the grocery store. And then the cashier had said something, and she said, um, she actually thought I was quite funny at what I'd said. And she said, you know, um, I've been taught patience. And I thought, holy smokes. 
twice in 20 minutes. Like, you know, when the universe wants to get something across, or my mother does, mm-hmm. you know, instead of being really subtle and quiet, she's going to say it right out loud and make sure I get the message. Um, so, do you know that whole quote? Patience is a virtue, virtue is a grace. Ah, I have a different verse. Which one do you have? From my grandmother. Patience is the virtue. Embrace it if you can. Seldom found in women, never found in man. (laughs) My grandmother was a bit of a feminist. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, But no, so I just, I, I, I went back to the vehicle. And I said, I'm supposed to be patient. And my husband looked at me and he's like, yeah, well. <laughs> and I said, I said, when they want to get their, their message across and you're not really listening, they will say it loud and clear. And boy, I just heard it loud and clear in the well, last know, 20 minutes. It's, it's really, it's amazing because being a practitioner, um, you know, I recognize, some, sometimes I recognize the fact that, that I'm meant to just, you know, wait and, and allow something to evolve. And I get very frustrated because it's like, all right, I'm waiting. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here. Give it to me. <laughs> you know? Give me that wisdom, insight, message, you know, inspiration, whatever it is, so I can get on with things. And, and I often will hear laughter and it's kind of like, okay, I've recognized I'm supposed to wait. I'm recognized I'm supposed to stand in place. I recognize I'm supposed to take care of what's around me. I got all that. I got the message. Just let's move on because I'm ready. And, and you know, when, when we think we're ready, we should know we're not. <laughs> when we think we're ready, we should know we're not. Yeah, and and you know when 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 we're ready, things start to open up and things start to move in the right direction, and and we go with the flow again. But but everyone, you know, multiple times in their lifetime will will find themselves in this kind of holding pattern, and I I would say that ninety percent of of humanity is in that, and and it has nothing to do. It, um, with with politics or socioeconomic stuff or anything like that. This is a spiritual thing. And I, I strongly feel that, that a lot of what's going on today, a lot of the, um, the, the turmoil that people are going through has to do with the fact that they are being suddenly held in place and they don't know why and they look for someone to blame. And the reality is it's not to blame, it's for you to go inside and find and seek a greater balance within yourself so that you can spiritually move forward again. It has nothing to do with your external environment or anything. It's an internal thing. And and we are constantly looking for for something to blame outside of ourselves. True. And, and the whole damn, the whole damn message is, you know, go within and seek the pathway and seek the answers. And it's, it's what we've all heard over and over and over again in so many different ways, manners, shapes, and forms. And it's so simple. We figure it can't have the deep meaning that it actually does. Well, when we've heard it over again and you know, we've talked about this before. We believe, and I'm saying we because I know you agree with this, we believe that we're in a constant state of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So when energies like this are like a tornado or a, in a turmoil, like in that little, you know, vortex above us and within us, um, if we don't stop and hit the pause button, if we don't stop and, and sink down and, and let us resonate or, or, or let it resonate and look within, then we're going to have that whirlwind going inside us for a while uh-huh. until we do until we learn whatever is is being downloaded for lack of a better word what is being given to us and it's sometimes it's not going to be really simple and other times it may be quite simple it may yeah. be just being told to live in the now instead of you know i don't know um look for the absolute joy instead of you know, hanging on to some past bitterness, but well, you know, I agree it, with exactly. you. Exactly, and and we we are constantly, you know, and I, I'm guilty of it as much as anybody else is. You know, looking for an outside source to blame, um, and and you know, almost anything that we can link on to and and blame for um, the upheaval that's going on inside of us, we do. And, and the reality is, if we are in flux if our energy is is seeking another level and and looking to open to new levels of awareness then then it's something you have to let the dust settle you you can't you know you can't just try to man on because it doesn't work and Mm -hmm. things fall apart and and then you you look for something to blame and you know there are conspiracy theories there's all sorts of reasons why we can't do or get whatever and if only this situation or that situation wasn't the way it was or was different then i would be okay and and the reality is that that we are spirits on a human journey and we keep forgetting that we're spirits and not humans because we're not humans on a spiritual journey we're spirits on a human journey and and and, the baggage yeah yeah and (laughs) and those things around us in the physical reality are just are just things that we have to learn to deal with and, and move beyond. They they aren't things that are um, that manipulate us. We manipulate them by, by our perception of it. So you know when when you know things happen that that upset certain fragments of the population and everybody gets together and wants to blame somebody else. The reality is okay. This is something I have to learn to deal with and then move forward instead of looking for um, a scapegoat. And and today's society keeps looking for scapegoats, someone else to blame other than taking control of their realities and shifting their perspective. And and again, it's it's also a matter of understanding that there are universal laws out there that do cover, govern mm-hmm. our movement through this reality. And, and we're constantly getting... Um, messages and and I know, I know one of the big ones that I'm seeing happening um, a lot around me and to me is the law of reflection and that you know what we what we see reflected back at us is how we feel about ourselves so that if if we keep you know if we continue to be in situations where there's there's upset or there's this or there's that then then, then we have to go inside and fix it and, and until we can you know, create a calmness around us that enables us to move forward but we're totally in charge of everything 
And it doesn't take writing, uh, rioting or coloring books to get us back to where we belong. <laughs> no, that's true. You can have peaceful demonstrations. You can um, uh, do things in such a way that it doesn't create a feeling of anxiety, mm-hmm. a constant state of flux, F-L-U-X, inside of you. I'm going to interrupt here because I keep smelling and tasting. It's driving me nuts. Cake. Cake. Homemade cake. And it's probably Deb. Because Probably. probably. <laughs> and She's the only is, one out here to blame, so. <laughs> I know. And I am craving this darn cake now. And it's like got homemade vanilla icing with a hint of lemon flavor. And there's some jasmine or lavender in it. I don't know. And it's driving me crazy. You didn't have cake today, Barbara? Nope. I'm innocent. Okay. I am. And for once, I'm innocent too. Ooh. Ooh. So someone has had this delicious cake. And I am just, and as you were talking, Barbara, um, just before you, we said we're the baggage and the, you know, spirit uses us, all this stuff, tastes and flavors came in. And I wrote it down and I thought, oh, my goodness, this is so unfair because I really don't do home baking. <laughs> and I really want a home baked cake now. Um, don't know who that is. So, um, um, send me a piece. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I mean, since, since there's nobody else here, really, um, I wonder if this is a matter of spirit saying you can have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) You can have both. You can have everything you want as long as it's in good time. Um. It's it's uh, it's funny, right? Yeah. Um, no, I it's it's um, I I have to admit when I when I work with you, when I talk with you, when I'm involved energetically with you, I love the fact that I start picking up smells and stuff, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Fragrances, I call them fragrances. Um, they are fragrant. They are very, most of them are very fragrant. And um, my daughter actually said the other day, I smell fresh apples. And I said, oh, that would be your grandmother. Ah. Um, and she looked at me and I said, she gave us a Granny Smith apple tree. I said, that's your grandmother. And wow. And she said, oh. And um, so I, I thought that was really interesting. But. Yeah, I've, I've been. um Getting, you know, I, I, I normally don't get stuff myself for myself, but um, on Patrick's birthday or, or the day before, I'm not sure which it was, but it was, you know, really close to his birthday. I was sitting in my bedroom watching TV and I heard this humming like a like a buzzsaw outside, you know, like a, a, yeah. a chainsaw outside. And and I thought that's so weird. It's early in the season for this. And I went and I opened a window or two, and I and, and it didn't sound like it was coming from outside any place. And so 
I called upstairs to my roommate and I asked her if she was, you know, doing anything with the chainsaw or anything. And she came downstairs and said, no, I was just watching a movie. And I said, well, listen, and she could hear it too. And we, we listened in the kitchen and the dining room and, and it was louder, loudest in my bedroom. And then we went into the bathroom and it got much louder. We were feeling the walls to see if they were vibrating because I thought something was, you know, really going crazy in the house. And she opened the cabinet under the sink, and here was a, a battery-operated toothbrush in its package still that suddenly was buzzing. And she had a, an incredibly difficult time turning it off, and, um, you know, it, it, because that's a button you have to push, and you have to push it hard to turn it on. And, you know, so we put it down and I said, that's so weird. There's no way somebody could have turned that on. And yet there it is. And um, a couple of hours later, it went off again. And I opened the package and I turned it off and I put it on the shelf. And maybe a week and a half later, it went off again. And... You know, I, I know it's a message from someone. I'm not really sure who. It was close to Patrick's birthday. I, I, I think I my gut is that it's Patrick. And um, he's about, you know, get writing. Get started is, is what he's saying. Um, get going. You know, it might be a hard start, but um, you're to get going on your writing. And... It's, it's funny how spirit can manipulate energy. Um, lights, mm-hmm. lights ca- light camera action, um, lights particularly. Um, you know, uh, um, batteries. It's, 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 it's all electrical. And we yeah, know it, that it was, it's, the, yeah. it, it was the, the weirdest thing. And I finally said to him, you know, got the message you're around don't do that again you know it's scary (laughs) at night (laughs) well at night it would be scary because you don't know yeah what's going on even um even during the day i think it's it's a bit disconcerting (laughs) it definitely was was unsettling to a point well well just something that's in a package that's never been opened yeah, and it starts working by itself. It's like holy smokes! Yes, I like, have okay. a, I have a haunted toothbrush. I'm afraid to use it to brush with. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I could say a few things to that, Barbara, but I'm not going to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, it's. I think these these days, these times, are times in which a lot of people who have not before experienced an awakening of, of spirit are, are, are getting that awakening of spirit. And it's, it's just, it's phenomenal. And, and they don't know what to do with the information and they seem to be upset by the perception that it brings to them. And, um, and, and I'm finding a lot of angry people out there, not, not mm-hmm. angry at, at, at individuals as much as just angry. And, and part of it is that they don't understand that what, what is going on inside of them, that what is the shifting and changing of consciousness, the expansion of awareness, the the greater insight they have into personal relationships and, and all the of the disconnectedness. 
Yeah. And, and it's, you know, frankly, I find it invigorating. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. It's sort of like, oh, wow, this is so exciting because there's so much more to play with. And and people who aren't in the field or who aren't practitioners um, don't know where to put the feelings. And, and it's sort of like you kind of want to tell everybody literally to get a coloring book because that's a wonderful form of meditation. And and give themselves time and space to to come into an attunement and a balance with what's going on in that energetic field because it is quite profound. Yes. When you say you embrace this, the changes the the um the whirlwind, whatever we want to call it. Um when you give readings and you say changes are coming especially with the kind of energies that are floating around right now. Um, when I say changes to individuals, they think, ooh, that's a bad thing. Changes are not a bad thing. Oh, changes to me are something wonderful. Grab them, hang on to them, and go with them. Well, Because, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, change is wonderful. And, and it's never a bad thing. It means you have outgrown something and you've grown beyond it. And the only place that's bad is when, you know, it's elastic waists in pants. You know? <laughs> Other than that, change is great. But, but it, it just means you've grown out of an aspect of your life and, and things are shifting so that you can flow forward. And we never flow backwards. We always flow forward. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a long time ago, uh, uh, and I'm not, I'm not one to quote the Bible at all, really, but, but there's a phrase that, that, that has always resonated to me, and it was, and this too shall pass. And, yes, that's what my dad would say, this too shall pass. And no matter how good it is, it's going to change. No matter how bad it is, it's going to change. It's just, you know, writing it out. You know, you're on the crest of the wave. Let the wave take you where you're going to go and, and then move on from there. And so many people today are, are so panicked that, I mean, yeah, there's change in all aspects of life, but there always have been. We just haven't um, been smacked in the face with the change as much as we are now. And a lot of this comes because of the progression of the equinoxes and, and you know I've, I've spoken of it before it's it's there there are equinoxes on the earth plane as far as astrology goes and there are cosmic equinoxes as well and the cosmic ones and the earth ones um, synchronize with one another once every 26 to 27 thousand years we're in one of those time frames and this is a time where, you know, grab, grab the bull by the horn, open those channels to your higher consciousness, get yourself um, realigned so that, so that, you know, and, and this, is, this is something that's probably going to go on for a, a couple of years at least. So it's not something that, you know, if I miss the five-minute window, it's never coming again. But I do believe that, that, that everyone that is on the planet at this point in time was supposed to be here at this point in time because there's something about, you know, spiritually speaking, the level of awareness that people have available to them. And it's a matter of, of people in their own time, in their own way, making that connection. And 
we've just sort of clicked into it so that so that in over the last couple of years so that there is this feeling of unsettlement but it's only because the field of, of perception is expanding greatly it, this is nothing bad this is wonderful and exciting and I mean, sometimes people don't like what they see in their perception, but but we create our reality by our perception of us to change it. Yes, and, it's it's how you get out of bed in the morning, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> it's true. Are you going to get? Oh, it's another day. Boo hoo, boo hoo. Or, or gee, it's another day. What am I going to make of today? You know, I've got the ability to get out of bed. I've got the ability to make this day whatever I want of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let's embrace it. And um, going back to what you said about um, the changes that are happening right now, last year we had a lot of people um, making their exits from this plane. Mm-hmm. And this year has slowed down a tiny bit. Did you think that last year was an exceptional year or that um, it's it was just more noticeable because of the um, the caliber of their famousness, their infamy. Um, and they weren't infamy. <laughs> Not- uh, notoriety. Uh- notoriety, whatever the word I'm looking for. Um, trying to put my finger on the right word. But because of the, the caliber of their stature, I guess. Fame. Mm-hmm. Fame, yeah. Um, I, I, I think, well, first of all, um, there are usually two windows during the year where the veils thin. One is, you know, around the November to January timeframe and the other is the May to July timeframe. Those seem to be times when the veil really thins and people do make their exit. Um, I, as far as more people, well, certainly there, there is a generation that is passing now. And because we're older, um, we notice it more. <laughs> yes, true. Um, and, but, but I, I, I'm not sure that I know we did lose a lot of very famous people. Um, especially in the, in, in the entertainment field. Uh, yes. but, but, uh, I don't, I don't know that it was more or less. I, I think that there is a constant flow. I do know that, that um, population is slowing down, especially in the United States. Not, not dramatically, but it is slowing down. It's not increasing. I, I think people are more cognizant of the fact that, that um, you know, while, the, while we are not overrunning the planet, it is, you know, we, we need to try to keep ourselves in balance to a certain degree. But passing over, there were a lot of people that I actually personally knew or knew of that, that passed over. And, and it did seem as though every time you turned around, there was someone else, you know, taken off. Uh, I don't know. We'd have to look at the, the, the numbers and just see if, that, if it actually was more than, than normal. It would, it would stand to reason because we, when you come to a threshold like this, people who come up to the threshold and can't deal with what is beyond the threshold do, do, you know, check out and, you know, basically say, I'll come back again in a couple hundred years and see (laughs) if it's a better place to live. 
and yet everybody that's here at this moment in time signed on for the trip that we're on now and and it definitely but but you know if you look generationally back there have been times of war there have been times of um, economic strife there have been times i mean look at the dust bowl look at look at the um you know the depression that we went through uh you know around world war ii world war one around world yes. war one yeah yeah so that so that there have been calamities but now they are so well publicized that yes we're so much more aware of them so in fact more publicized um it could be because social media now plays such a large part of our day-to-day living that's true, but the scary thing is, and I think all of us are getting one of the things that in, in my predictions that, that I that I've written over the last year or so is that that people have to be um, they have to do due diligence. They have to research things themselves. They cannot take another person's word for anything. Right. And and it's not that people lie; it's that people often speak without having confirmed what they're speaking about. And and so it's it's up to us to not become a mem- not become a member of a group or a crowd or become a sheeple, but to to actually say, wow, that sounds fascinating. Let me research it. Let me see what what is out there because um for the first time in my memory, um the the um, the news media uh, appears to be very slanted, you know, one way or another, and they aren't. There used to be a rule, at least with newspapers, and I don't know if that goes for uh, television and and radio um, broadcasters, but it used to be you all, you had to have three unrelated confirms confirmations of a story before they would print them, and. That apparently is not in practice anymore. And, and you know, people just, you know, hear a great rumor and suddenly it's on the front pages, it's on Facebook, it's on Drudge, it's on, you know, all of the cable news outlets. And news outlets are on 24-7 and therefore they're constantly looking for new things to put up and put out there. And they're in competition for ratings and therefore they don't pay attention to, you know, confirming the, the information they're putting out there. And um, I don't know. It's just a tabloid instead of proper news. Yeah, and 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 I I I once asked Patrick, I you know, because because he he condemned everybody, and I said, so where do where where do I go for the truth? Where do I where do I go to find what is really true? Because what did he say? He said he said you have to read it all and put the truth together by yourself. And, you know, I thought that was not fair <laughs> uh, because I, I, I often thought the public broadcasting, you know, that that would be a better place to go. But but it turns out that, that, that everyone has an agenda and that agenda is not putting out news that is authenticated. It's putting out material for ratings. And, you know, I, I have a, a, a TV channel I watch on a regular basis that I think is semi um, you know, but I still check out those stories too. And you know, when you go to validate things, when you go to check things out, when when something is so juicy, you just can't believe it. The the, the reality is, it's probably not true. The, true the, enough. And and so 
so you don't know where to turn for the truth. You just, it's, it, it is a very frustrating thing. It has been for me over this last year for sure, because, um, this was, this was the first time ever that I really paid attention to what was going on and tried to be well informed about the issues and things like that. And, and I did find that, that the truth was rather boring usually. And, and, you know, it's, it's all of these stories that they, they blow out of proportion that, that are wicked, the headlines, which is frightening. So, yes, you know, and I think that's the beauty of the internet is that we can research at our, we, we can do the research at our own fingertips and, and quickly, methodically, before we'd have to go through microfiche newspapers and, you know, it was such a long and laborious um, journey to get anywhere. Um, Fact-finding was through um, card catalogs, the Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, um, and the encyclopedias. Now we can go on to the Internet, the, the information highway, and find out what we need and, you know, Keep going, keep going. There's threads that we can follow and find out if they're true or false or somewhere probably in between. Um, I mean, we can can check, for instance, you know, what bills a senator voted for or against. When when somebody is proposing a bill, it's out there. You can read it, the new the new health plan. You can, it's only a hundred and some pages. You can actually download it and read it so that when, when politicians make comments about it, you have read the material and you know that yes, that's true or no, that's not true. And, and I'm finding that, that people are, uh, for the most part, anyhow, it seemed to be more reactionary than actually seeking the truth. And, um, I'm finding that a little scary because I would hope that I would have hoped that, um, I mean, we have, I, I, you know, you don't have to have a college education to read these bills to understand what they say. And, and rather than saying, well, so-and-so said this, so it must be true. Not necessarily. It's, you know, somebody's perception of it is probably what you're getting. And if you don't like that, you can always go to a different channel or different source and find a, a perception that feels good to you. But, but if you haven't researched it yourself... You deserve to be misled. You know, that's, that, um, I'm just sort of like, wow. And I know what you say is true. There's two instances I can think of right now that have happened up here. Um, one was, um, they're both involving men. One was um, accused of rape and um, vile, vile things that he was accused of. And it was found to be false. And, you know, um, it was um, extortion is what the person was after. Uh And sadly, because of social media, because of the way the Internet is, um, his name was splattered everywhere. And um, he's going to have to live with that kind of mark across his name forever. Uh And... Um, she will go away, and no one's going to remember her name at all. But they will remember his. And um, 
to me, that's a sad, sad, sad fact that um, he now has a, a label, as it were. And I believe labels are for jars, as I've said before. Um, and the other one is this fellow was deported from Canada. Um, he'd come over here at seven months of age. He um, had, and he's, he's uh, been accused and found guilty of of um, criminal activities and he's been deported back to the Netherlands and um, he is apparently um, disabled in his thinking uh-huh. so um, there's been a huge outcry and then this one fellow had said because I'm following this I, I because I'm an activist because I care because I I've got this need to know and the outrage, the reactionary part, wants to get in there and say, what is going on with our government? What is happening? And if you read further, and like this guy said, dig a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Dig a bit deeper. This fellow has over 32 charges over so many years. And it goes on and on and on and it may seem really unfair the injustice that's happening to an individual or to a a corporation or whatever but if you keep digging the truth will appear yeah and that's what when you said that um the reactionary not truth finding and it doesn't take a college education to follow what is said, and you must research. That well, is what has happened. Yeah, and it's 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 sort of like in in a couple of these marches, the news reporters were talking about to the people, you know, about why were they why were they doing this, and and they were say, they were. I, I remember once saying that that someone was a um, a Nazi, and the reporter said to the woman, you know, she was screaming about somebody being a Nazi and and um, he said well what is a Nazi and she just looked at him and said you know a Nazi <laughs> she didn't know what a Nazi was it's like, <laughs> the, it's like the soup Nazi from uh, Seinfeld right oh god yeah so so it, it's it's like please don't 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 be a sheeple don't follow something unless you know what you're following and and in in many of the cases a lot of the stuff that's going on and and will continue to go on is is people getting swept away by um by by uh anger and angst and all sorts of stuff by people that are being paid to create this kind of disharmony and and they get carried away with it and it's it's sort of like what are you thinking you know do you know what you're you know you're doing because it, it, it's it, if people would just take the time to look into stuff and i'm not i'm not i'm not advocating one party or another or one way of thought or another i'm just saying for god's sakes take your time research whatever it is you're you're passionate about and make sure you have all the facts and and then then you take action as is appropriate for you, but don't be a member of a group because if you're a member of a group, you get labeled, and that may be something that in the future you don't want to be connected with. I mean, I I I'm an independent, always have been, always will be. You know, I I vote the the person, not the party, and <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. 
and and it, it it's really it's amazing how people you know identify with the party and then no matter what the party puts out there therefore whether they understand it or not not a smart thing to do especially in these times you know that's funny we've got more independents coming forward um we've got a provincial election coming up in may and we've got more independents coming forward this time in our area than we have had previously i'm kind of excited to see that mm-hmm. i really am it's like oh my goodness you free thinkers you <laughs> you know <laughs> Well, it's a cool thing. It really is. I, I, I like the fact that, you know, I don't, I don't always agree with what people say, but I admire the fact that they have, you know, bothered to do the reading, bothered to do the research, and they, they are passionate about what they have learned. And that's great. Be passionate. Just don't be violent. You know, <laughs> it's, not, it, it's not a thin line. Actually, it's a great big line, you know, between <laughs> passionate and and you know, riotous and and I I just I've never seen anything like what's going on in in the world. That's, that's, and you know, it is in the today. world. It is in the world. It's I think that there's individuals that have forgotten how to be compassionate and kind you can get your point across and I'm guilty of it at times we all are mm-hmm. you can get your point across but you don't have to be nasty you don't have to be aggressive you don't have to be a bully yeah. and that's the part I have a really hard time with that's when um most of the times I shut down and however um, you know if it's for someone else I'll just stride in there you know and I, I will break up a fight or whatever else if it's for myself no and I don't know why that is um, but I think we have forgotten that we can solve issues by being um kind and kind is such an odd word i mean you know you don't need to be um i don't know use your intelligence use the intelligence that we were given and we can solve issues issues can be solved by intelligence not by bullying mhm oh yeah i i i have got you if someone if someone is coming on that strongly to me i i totally shut down I zone out. I do my shopping list. I remember birthdays that I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm just not there. And and I think that that as we come into um, the in this year, as it progresses, and and we're we're coming up on the break very very soon, so there will be music interrupting me. I'm sure. Um, I I want to go into, you know, I've done an overview for the year on my website, and and um, without without going into politics, um, I would like to go into what you see coming um, this next year as far as, as, far as, uh, as far as this country goes, as far as what's going on in this country, what's, what's going on, not, not just this country, but, but this hemisphere and, and, and the world at large because there's, there are massive changes going on. And I, I really um, 
I know there's purpose in everything that happens. I sometimes, you know, don't don't see that purpose, and sometimes it will take it being in the distant path to, past to be able to really understand the purpose of a lot of the stuff that goes on. But um, I do feel that that the that people individually and as a group are beginning to understand a lot of the. Um, the political um, playing field or the political chessboard, so to speak, that we're all being maneuvered around. And, and, and I often sometimes feel as though there's an amazing chess game or, or game going on and we are but but players on, on the chessboard and, and we don't understand what's happening. And, and in order to really understand what's going on, we really have to open ourselves up to to looking for the truth wherever it is. And sometimes the truth is, is hiding in plain sight. And, you know, it, it takes a while to just figure out exactly what is going on. And, and though I don't believe we'll ever totally have the whole picture because then, then there's no point to the lifetime. But, um, but I, I think we're coming into a time of awareness and a time of not mistrusting, but a time of needing to prove to ourselves what we believe in, in order to perceive a future that is healthy for us. We're in a narco-syndicalist commune. We take it in turns to act as a sort of executive officer for the week. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting. Yes, I see. By a civil majority in the case of purely internal affairs. Be quiet. But by a two-thirds majority in the case of more... Be quiet. quiet. I order you to be quiet. Look, you stupid bastard, you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. It's just a flesh wound. I don't believe I've seen such a display of courage, skill, nerve, grace, stupidity. I'll do you for that. What? Come here. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs. Roundtable Live, Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Bring your mind, bring your ideas, bring your voice. King Arthur had nothing on us. Here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host... And this, this is Nightlight. If you like what you're hearing, click over to the support page and make a donation to help us keep this amazing station up and running. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is totally listener supported. From the owner to the host to the producers, who we can't live without, to the staff, all are working here because we love the work and are dedicated to putting out quality material for all of you. 
be it large or small, every donation is greatly appreciated and helps us all keep on supplying information and material to educate and hopefully enlighten you that isn't found anywhere else. Jen and I will be doing readings if anyone calls. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 310-421-4053 or 918-707-8787. But if nobody calls in, not to worry. We have plenty to talk about. (laughs) Um, Jen, uh, one of the things that that I was... um, that I wanted to go into tonight if we had time and, and clearly we do at the moment. Um, I know you don't normally do predictions for the year to come, but no, I, I thought, well, I thought this would be a, a first a, a time to sort of both of us um, aim at, at what we saw coming for this country and, and, for the environment and for the world as a whole and consciousness as a whole. Well, for, you know, as we've both said, and we've, we've sort of skirted around it in the first part of the show. Mm -hmm. Changes, huge, huge, huge changes, (laughs) huge changes. I pronounce the age. Um, And that is the joke of the night. Um, (laughs) I am, yes, I am Canadian, and we, most of us, pronounce the H, although the Quebecois do not. Um, so, what I see is um, there's huge changes happening, um, not only in the U.S., but Canada and the world. And um, people are fearful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, pardon me, I'm struggling with this cold here, but I'm not sure that we should be fearful. Um, And and we do get fearful because it is the unknown. You know, um, we look and and all we can see is is maybe grays or, or blackness. You know, we don't know what's coming. But that's sometimes a good thing. Mm-hmm. Just settle in and and um, don't let fear drive you. Wait, 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 wait is what I'm told. Waiting. And, you know, sometimes waiting's the hardest part. There is a bunch of um, power plays going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And because of the inexperience um, of a few of the leaders... There's going to be even more um, jostles, shall I say, for power. It's like the Indy 500, you know, someone pulls ahead and someone else pulls ahead and they're trying to steer this course and they know where they want to go, but who's going to get damaged in the meantime and who's going to get left in the dust? Um, And unfortunately, that may be us as citizens you know, and we do have the concerned citizens. We've got the zealots that are out there going, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, the pacifists that, oh, well, you know. And we need all those individuals out there mm-hmm. because that's what makes the world turn. That's what makes us spin. 
um, besides gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, hear yeah. you guys out there, right? Um, but that's what makes us uh, a democracy or, or um, how it is supposed to work. If it didn't, it would be hugely boring. Not that we want excitement or anything. Um, when each government changes, whether it's in Canada, in the States, in the UK, in any organized country, or unorganized one, I guess. I mm-hmm. haven't done that much research on it. There is fear. Fear of the unknown. There is um, changes that come about. And, uh, you know, Clinton did stuff that um, people didn't like. And then it turned it turned out okay. Um, the same with George W., you know. Um we look at Stephen Harper, who did, I, I didn't like the guy. You know, he's not my party. I didn't like what he did with the Canadian economy. And now we've got Justin Trudeau. And everybody's in love with Trudeau. Um, yes, he's got charisma. He's got the smarts. He's, You know, um, we shall see, is my motto, is we shall see. But what I know is that there's control and there's power plays going on behind the scenes. Um, the same is going on over in Europe. Um, we're not the only ones going through all this. As for the environment, that is what I am afraid for. But the earth does take care of herself. And that's what I've been told over and over and over again by Mother Nature or the universe or the creator is the earth will take care of herself. And being the environmentalist that I am, I have to believe in that. I have to hold true to that, that um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the plant life, the the, um, wildlife will find places to adapt to. Pardon me. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That was a big sneeze, wasn't it? Sometimes uh, when you internalize them, they they are even bigger. <laughs> I know. I I tried not to do that. Um, even Deb says, "Bless you, Jen." Um, <laughs> but no. So, you know, we look at the fossils. Um, you know, we can find fossils. We look at um, old civilizations, and that's how we we know that, um, uh, you know, history does repeat itself. Oh, yeah. But, um, hieroglyphics, um, and I'm, I'm, you know, there's a download of information. You know, rebirth is, is coming. Um, I'm going off the topic now. I'm just being given all this information that I no, usually don't get. Well, spew um, away. Spew, spew, Jen, spew. <laughs> Go for it. Spew your tea. Um, <laughs> but uh, so no, so um, so environmentally, I am afraid. I I I don't want the oil or gas lines to go through. Um, 
I don't want the big spills. I, I don't want the turmoil that goes with these kind of um, productions, industries. I don't want any of that. I'm afraid of that um, because that does hurt the earth. Even though I say the earth takes care of itself, we can come up with all sorts of great inventions like the sponge that can soak up oil. You wring out the sponge, all the oil goes out of it, can be reused, and the sponge can be reused. But why do we invent that? Um, plant life can do the same. Why should we be doing that when there's different types of fuel or energies we can use instead of fossil fuels? We can use wind power. We can use solar power. We can use so much else if we put our minds to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I'm getting. Okay. And, and so... That's when I um, feel for the... Not um, to interrupt, but we have a caller, ladies. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See what happens. We get too serious and somebody calls in. <laughs> Hi, Christy. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Try not to have both going on, the radio station and Skype going on. But I figured it out. Oh. <laughs> How can we help you? Well, basically, want to call in and see what maybe y'all were picking up on me. Okay. Okay, Christy, how have you been? I've been okay. I've been sick since last Thursday, but other than that, I've been okay. (laughs) You've got the cold or the flu that keeps on giving, the one that everybody's got. I Mm. hope I don't have that kind. Well, um, what might. Kind of, you might. What kind of reading are you looking for, Christy? More of a psychic reading. Not psychic, mediumship. Mediumship. From you, yeah, from you, Jen, mediumship. Mediumship from me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a mother-type figure coming in. Um, and she comes in with, Um, The color turquoise and the color orange right away, okay? Okay. And um, cooking, as usual. Um, I'm just trying to pick up on the smells and the tastes. Ask about the cake. Pardon? Oh, did you, you, did she make homemade cake, Christy? Homemade white cake. It was white with lemon or um, vanilla icing. Not that I can recall. Okay. The cake is still out there. <laughs> the cake is still out there. I'm tasting this delicious homemade white cake. It's just delicious. Ask her about the cake. <laughs> I totally forgot about the cake. Um, uh, and the the name begins with a D. Um, it's It's got a D connected to it. Um, anyhow... Uh, a D. Um, okay. Okay. And there's flowers connected with this lady too. Flowers is in gardens. And there's headaches. Um, and eyesight was poor. 
Is this your mom, Christy? Uh, let's see here. The D connection would not be with my mother. Flowers garden, yes. Eyesight, she did have some problems, as we all do when we get older. No, right, she had mother. bad eyesight. Um, it's like her eyesight was connected to some um, raging headaches, like she had a stroke or um, heart issues. Now, my mother did have a heart attack. I okay. don't know if she that has. That would be stroke. her. Mm-hmm. No, that would be her. Because it's headaches, it's, it's attached to um, headache and eyesight, like one with heart. I was going to say a stroke. So it would be part of the um, heart stroke foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the D name, I want you to keep that D initial because they're coming in also. And I'm being made to circle that a couple of times. Um and you're supposed to take care of your health. I know you said you haven't been well since last Thursday, Christy. Uh-huh. But they're asking to take care of your health. Drink more fluids. Okay. Taking a sip of tea as I'm saying that. <laughs> <coughs> Drink more fluids and um, keep hydrated. One moment, please. All right. <coughs> So glad we, I'm so glad we can't spread germs this way. Me too. Turn on. I'm going to get Barbara to take over for a minute. Barb, please. Oh, sure. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of healing energy around you too, and, and it doesn't have to do with, with your illness. I mean, I'm sure you're going to be fine in, the, in about another week. Um, but... But it feels as though you're letting go of emotionalities. You're you're letting go of things that have bothered you from the past. And it feels like of late you've been look. Have you been looking at old pictures? Because I'm seeing a lot of old pictures here. Yes. Um, and it's almost as though they need to be organized. And uh, I'm seeing albums that are kind of falling apart. And and it it feels as though there's a and and I I think it's your mom that I've got too. That, that, you know, she's worried that, that you're going to lose relatives if you don't take care of the pictures because they feel as though they're not really um, organized or taken care of. And, and she wants you to – family was very important to her. Um, I'm seeing um, her hands. She's showing me her hands. Um, did, she, did she do a lot of handiwork with her hands? Because she's showing me her fingers are very flexible here. Um, that I don't know. I know she did knit in her younger years. Okay. But, and and then did she have arthritis? Because it feels like there was a period of time where she had to stop doing intricate work of any sort. She had Parkinson's. Well, that'll do it too. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That, that'll definitely stop you doing intricate work. No Uh, more calligraphy. That's for sure. Um, this lady had an incredible sense of humor. Yeah, that's mom. And and you know she she just it, it's almost as though every every challenge that came towards her she she addressed with a good sense of humor. I, I mean, I, it feels like she had times of darkness, but but for the most part, it feels as though she was able to 
find laughter in almost everything. And and it, it's the message that I'm getting here is that that um, that you need to bring the laughter back into your life because for some reason there's been sadness here and and it's it's time for you to to move forward into into the laughter and you have an amazing laugh and and she's saying you're not laughing enough that that please be lighthearted about whatever comes your way because that makes things travel faster and and it's true the the more laughter you have in your life time speeds up and we can get through those times that 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 have been challenges to us um you do have new beginnings coming um, as you get into the fall time frame. And, and between September and December, it feels like things really open up amazingly for you. Don't forget to be creative. You've put creative mm-hmm. stuff away, and it's important for you to, to, to reincorporate creativity on some level back into your life. You don't have to sell paintings or anything like that, but you, you have – some amazing creative gifts and and it's really important that you get back to them because they will put a greater vibrancy into your life and and you know you're you're an amazing spirit you have a phenomenal (coughs) spirit inside of you and yet it feels as though you don't listen to the whispers that come your way it's almost like do you feel not worthy of of the the wonderful stuff you've got inside there is yes, some truth. There's, there's some truth there. Okay. Are you back in functional, Jen? I am. I'm I'm trying not to cough here. And I don't know why the coughing's all of a sudden come on, Christy. Christy, Mary stops by to say hi. Oh, cool. In amongst the coughing. <laughs> and the the fisherman's friends that I ran to get. Um and I'm writing down emotional balance, creativity, listening to Barb. And as I'm writing down creativity, Barbara's talking about you and your creativity. And Mary comes in and says, you say hi. And I know Mary, <clears throat> pardon me, that's, that's your friend, right? Right. Right. She says hi, and you're to get on with it, with your creativity. Yeah, we did have a few conversations before she passed away about my lack of creativity. Well, wait, yeah. wait. You are, you are you are creative. It's that you just don't believe you're creative. Well, this is true. Other than possibly the only way that I figure myself as being creative is when I get out my serious mode and get into my sense of humor mode. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, there's writing here. There's, um, you, you have a gift for helping people find laughter within themselves, but you got to find it inside of yourself first. And, and, you know, and sharing the things that have gone, you've gone through in your life helps people to recognize the lessons that they've learned. And so they, they are inspired by what you've done. So you have, you have a lot of creative energy here. It's just that you don't, you don't recognize it. And, and in many cases, it feels like you're afraid to let it out because it will change your life tremendously. I hear that and agree with it. Okay. And they're acknowledging all you have done, Christy. Um, <clears throat> who had 
the cough, please. <laughs> Who had this cough? Who had the cough? Who had the cough? Um, your mother, your father is acknowledging all you have done. And Mary is saying that. They are acknowledging all you have done. And they want you to know that. Know it. Soul deep. S-O-U-L. Soul deep. Okay. Know that, Christy. Is there a cat in spirit here too? There's several cats that I can't set for because I really liked my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm not a cat person. <laughs> well, I suspect they liked you, um, even though you, you weren't going to be best buddies for life. Um, there are a couple of spirit cats here that, that seem to be um, hanging around. And um, not a big deal, but I do I do suspect that you every now and then catch something out of the corner of your eye and you look to see what it was and there's nothing there. Yes, I have done that before. Kitty cats. Kitty cats in spirit. Oh, okay. Better than mice. Um, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> take the cats. Take the cats. It does, right. I'd rather have the cats than the mice. Yeah. But to answer your question, Jim, about who had the cough, mm -hmm. I, I have <laughs> no idea other than you at the moment. Uh, I don't know if my sister's having problems with her, her one breathing. that she's been. I know she's having problems breathing. So I agree um, with her breathing. There's a, there's a male in spirit that 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 smoked a lot, and I think there's a connection to that with a with a cough. Uh, everybody, uh, male uh, on dad and mom's side smoked just about all of them, so they probably all had this cough. No, this is like a tickling cough. Um, and after I asked you, it's gone. So it is connected with you. Um, your sister. Yeah. Um, now, is she back home? Yeah. Right now, she's at home. Okay, I'm not being shown any big changes. But the cough is gone. Okay, I'm supposed to take her Wednesday to an appointment. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm sick, she can't be around anybody who's sick. No. And now I've got back out of that. It's kind of like, what the hell is, the hell is she going to get there? I've got some ideas where I'm a little bit more open in... Certain areas where I would ask for help that my sister would not. Yeah, yeah. It will work out. It always does, right? It always right. works out. Yeah. Um, 
even if you have to wear one of those damn masks. But when um, uh, you, you take some of the weight off your shoulders, you cannot be there for everything. And I know you have been there for a lot. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Through the years, really, she's actually old, the older sister, yet sometimes I'm more of the older sister and she's the younger sister. So going back to what Barbara said, have you been able to find the humor with her? Uh, yeah, there was one night when we were trying to take selfies and we hadn't hadn't taken selfies before I looked like I was a blown up balloon and she looked like she was so white she was dead and I every <laughs> time we would try to take a picture I would start laughing well that's good so see you're 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 um making life easier for her mm-hmm. but you're to take care of yourself too Yes. Okay. And as we were saying earlier, when we're being told to sit down, take a rest, it's the universe's way of hitting the reset button. Right? Right. So this is your time to say, um, they're telling you to take a break take care of you for now because you're going to need the extra energy for for whatever's coming up in the you know in the fall right or later spring barbara does the letter rep readings (laughs) (laughs) um later spring whatever's coming up you're going to need all that because good things are coming Mm -hmm. feels like august is where these new foundations start and then as you go towards the end of the year there's the sense of new beginnings setting yourself free rebirthing aspects of yourself spiritual energy you know expanding tremendously so it, it, it feels as though you're through the worst of the year as far as I can see is is as far as struggle of any sort, it feels like like things are going to start to ease up for you, especially as we get into April. Where where are you? I mean, you sound like you have a southern accent. So where where are you? I'm in the state of Virginia. Definitely southern. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm no southern belle, and never will be in this lifetime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you hail from the north? <laughs> well, actually, my mother was from the north. My father was from Virginia. And they met down here in college. And we, my parents stayed here in Virginia. So, yes, I do have some Yankee blood in me. Well, Yankee blood is good blood. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm in Connecticut, so I'm definitely Yankee. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jennifer is just an alien. So, um, <laughs> I am an alien. Well, you are. You're from another country. 
I know, I know, I know. Christy, Christy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that from what I can see, there's a lot of really good stuff here. And it's just a matter, I, I think I, I, I need to tell you that getting your energy back is going to be slower than you would like, but there's a purpose to it. And you do feel wrung out at the moment. So take your time in healing and, you know, just be glad that all you're getting is rain. I'm getting two feet of snow. Wow. Yeah, I am thankful. And I, well, I went out to take a breath because I can't breathe in the apartment because I get claustrophobic. Uh-huh. Uh, it is. It, it was snowing earlier today, but it is raining here. I do feel sorry for you with two feet of snow. <laughs> or anybody who has snow. Yes, no. we finally got the rain. Our snow is touch wood. Touch wood. Our snow is gone. Um, and we better not be getting it back. I tell you, I've had enough of the snow. Well, it, it you know, it's it's really funny. The the seasons are strange these days, and and you, um, especially in Connecticut. I live in farmland here. Um, the the farmers never know when to plant, and and I know that. I forget where it is, but wherever they have peach trees, they're saying something that, that this kind of weather shift up and down is possibly going to lose the peach crop this year. It's okay. I don't like peaches. But um, I'm sure for peach farmers, it's a, it's a devastating thing. But but it's the, see, everything is off kilter just a little bit so that, so that it feels that you are so – um, influenced by the weather and, and Christy I, I have to say that it feels like when the barometer takes a sharp dive or, or, or a fast climb that, that you are affected by it by even maybe a headache or a sense of vertigo mm-hmm. I've had both um, it, it just it seems to me that it's it's not accurate enough for you to be a weather person but when those things happen just be aware that the weather is shifting and that maybe you need to sort of take a step back and, and, and let the dust settle, so to speak. Do you find your mood changes with the weather, Christy? Uh, Seriously? Yes, it does. I do do better like in the spring and the fall in the cooler weather, not the colder weather or the hot weather. I would take summer over winter. But, yeah, once I get outside, because most people, they're gifted like y'all too, usually say, I want to place you outside (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, put you in nature and would you please get out of the apartment and go do something outside, you know. I've been good this winter since it has been a little warmer here and taking my walks around the block when yep. I'm at work. So I'm not doing any tree hugging or anything, but I will put my <laughs> I will put my back up a nice old tree or something and go, okay, give me some of your energy. I still still want you to hug a tree. I know <laughs> just hug a tree, Christy. Hug a small one. 
you know, a not, small, it doesn't have to be a big one. Just hug a tree. Who cares what people think? Hug a tree and get the feeling from it. And I want, I know you're going to be laughing when you do it, thinking that Jen is just as crazy as they come. However, the energy is um, incredible. And yes, you will feel crazy, but that's okay. But what I meant when I said, does your energy change when the weather changes? Like when, it's like when the barometer falls, when it's going to get stormy or when it's going to get really rainy. Do you find that your mood swings with that? Do you know that the weather is going to change by the mood that you're in? Really, to be honest with you, Jen, I really haven't been aware of it. Just try and be aware of it. Okay. I'm really curious with you because someone has just whispered that to me. Huh. Okay. I will. Okay. Spring's coming up. And just like, you know, um, because wind can be really invigorating. Storms can be invigorating. Um you have such a marvelous sense of humor. And I know you've said before, um, I don't want to hug a tree. You know, I'm not going to hug a tree. I'll touch it. but And I've laughed at that. Hug a tree. Well, I have. And one of the strangest experiences I've had with a tree, and usually I think of the tree when I'm hugging it or when I have my back towards it or whatever, I usually have it as the tree giving me something and making me feel different. But I went for a walk a couple of years ago and I put my hands up against this big tree. Mm-hmm. I closed my eyes and I could actually feel the tree pulling something, probably on my anger and frustration from dealing with people at work since I was at work at the time. But I actually felt the tree actually taking something out of me, which was neat but weird experience. I know. Now, that is cool, isn't it? Because they do do that. You're, um, I know. I just find that just absolutely thrilling because that's what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara works in the earth. Barbara, uh, does, you do, Barbara. You 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 garden. You you um you do all that stuff. You've you've made your own dirt. You've said that. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know that they take your energy. They. Um, take the the negative and and they revitalize they refill you does that make sense yes it does mm-hmm. for for us naturalists it does make sense oh absolutely i know, i know that uh also the little people are around here a lot too so that you know it's it's kind of like i when i when my mom was still alive we would we would do the rounds of the gardens um, around the house and we would talk to the plants and we would say, you know, you, you had best, you know, do better or, or I'm going to move you. Um, it, 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 
I have that that inclination that you know if something doesn't appear to be thriving, I have no problem digging it up and putting it someplace else. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes I kill things and sometimes I don't. It's, the, the plants grow in spite of me, but um, there there is something healing about getting out there and standing in the sun and talking to the plants. And and I when I moved to the house I'm in now, uh, there were no gardens, and now. I have English gardens all over the place and they look like they've been here forever and they've for the most part not been, they, they happened maybe 10 years ago and, and it, it all went in at once because I couldn't pace myself. It had to be, they had to all be planted, you know, right then. Mm-hmm. Um, took me 10 years to pay for it, but, but um, it, it, there's something so amazing about about just being out there and you know looking at the bees and and um talking to the flowers and and it 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 to me is now a very natural thing um i have raspberry patches and and i i cheered them on this year and and you know i got a, a wonderful um raspberry um yield and it's it's just it's sort of like you forget about everything else because you you zone in on on another living entity, and and you know they they are affected by emotions and they are affected by 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 the energy that you sent send to them and and I I do believe that a lot of the stuff that I have out in my garden um, grows because I, I it it knows that it's appreciated and uh, I I had. One one plant that was just a leaf when I moved into the house, and I found it, and I said, I promise you when I have a garden, you'll be the very first thing that I put in it. And when the gardens went in a couple of years later, I went and found the, the geranium leaf, and it's the biggest damn plant you ever saw now. Um, wow. it's It's just, it thrives. And, you know, we're like that, too. When we pay attention to our spirit, when we connect with our spirit, when we embrace it and we allow it to be a part of our lives, we thrive. And uh, I, I, I feel that you have an amazing capacity here to thrive beautifully. And, and you're just getting to the point where you're going to be moving into that time frame. And it's going to be a very exciting one for you. A lot of healing energy here. Good. I need it. <laughs> Well, You're doing you know, great, Christy. You are a healer yourself, and and so I would look into Reiki energy and or or some form of energy work because I think you have a talent and a gift in that direction as well. I have been told that before. I think Jen was one of the people who told me that, <laughs> and you know. Not the. It's not funny, haha. But Mary was a Reiki ma- master, and I had asked her if she would teach me, but it didn't work out. And that's okay. I figure I, I'm going. Well, maybe on the other side, you can teach me something that you have done when you were down here. Don't but, know. Then, but but Christy, then find someone at a a community center, you know, and I I love community centers um, because you can get all sorts of training for next to nothing for a decent price. And because people want to share, 
individuals want to share their talents. And you can take a beginner's course in Reiki and that will help. Do it, do it, do it. Don't yeah. put it off. Um, and maybe that's why Mary didn't have time is because someone else is going to draw you in uh-huh. and you're going to make new friends by doing this. Right? And, and right. Reiki, Reiki was initially um, created to be used on yourself and then shared so that so that it, it helps you once you tune into that energy you 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 work on yourself and you help to to spread the energy throughout yourself and then when you get to the place where where you really feel it flowing then you can share it with other people too as well and that's very exciting also mm-hmm. i'm sure there's some place locally that i can uh, look in and start asking some questions about where i could take a beginner's course and I really do believe that uh, as much as it would be easier for me to take a beginner's Reiki course on online it would actually do me better by getting out and going somewhere and meeting the people in person absolutely I, and, I agree and Reiki um, once you've taken you know the first level of it um, they have Reiki shares and, you know, then, then people that have had first, first, second and third degree Reiki get together and they, they do Reiki on each other. And it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to get free healing. <laughs> it is. That's what I did, actually. I've got my second level. I've got my book sitting right here. And um, that's what we did. We um, practiced on each other. We, mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank, thanks I, for you know. Thanks for calling, Christy. Um, uh, thank you all. Oh, thanks, Christy. Thanks for giving. Thanks for for managing to call in. <laughs> I think Deb had something to do with getting me in. So, Deb, if it was you, thank you too. <laughs> Well, my pleasure. Talk to you soon, Christy. Okay. Night, Good night, night. So we were, we were, we were speaking here of um, energies that, that that you know are around us and and what was coming and and I did want to, you know, you did a beautiful job of of though you don't do predictions of doing predictions. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I kind of want to expand a little bit about some of the things you said. I, I do feel that the element of truth is really, really important. And over the next one to five years, we're going to find that, that the truth is going to sort of rise to the surface and, 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 and be acknowledged in places and times and situations that it's been hidden for so long. And people who have tried to manipulate um, the populace, the masses, are going to find that they can't do it anymore. So that there are a lot of people that have had power that are going to lose power because they haven't been sincere or honest about their intentions. And 
the element of intention becomes very important over the next few years. Um, it, it isn't just, it isn't talking the talk, it's walking the walk and with the appropriate intention. If your intention is to make a profit or to manipulate people, then, then, then you will fail. But, but if your intention is to help people and to expand spirituality or, or wellness or insight or wisdom or whatever, and then to do it without feeling that you have to be rewarded, um, the sincerity of that brings great reward to you. And, and uh, you know, the, the old saying of um, what goes around comes around is going to be illustrated to us in, in many different ways over the next couple of years. It, it feels as though also when I look at the environment, um, while I feel that the environment will balance itself, that we're not just, I mean, I, I don't feel we're destroying it. I think we may be giving it black and blue marks here and there, but it's not going to be destroyed. But I, I do have a, a really strong feeling that, um, especially in the United States, there are going to be earthquakes where there haven't been them before. And and I seem to be an earthquake person. I, I'm constantly talking about earthquakes. And and I really, truly feel that, that there are some large earthquakes that are going to hit the United States within the next, let's say, three or four years. Um, I, I'd like to say this year only because I really strongly feel that this year there are going to be some earthquakes that are going to be more than the than the 3.0 ones that have hit a lot. Um, that there is a feeling of instability um, in the United States as far as the environment goes. And the other place that I really feel strongly is Japan. It feels like Japan may well have a major earthquake um, in the next year or so. Um, it does. It feels very unstable environmentally. I, I, I don't know a thing. I, can't, I don't get a feeling at all about their politics, but I do know that that there is upheaval in Japan and it feels like it's an earthquake. They, um, um, they're built for earthquakes. So, and I, I will say that for them, I hope that they don't get hit because of course who wishes harm, but okay. A lot of people do, but um, <laughs> they know how to build for earthquakes. So let's just um, put the intention out there that if they are hit, that, the damages aren't aren't catastrophic. Um, we can hope, but if if you could see, we we know we know Japan is an island, but if you could see, you know, the foundation doesn't go straight down to the uh, to the sea floor. It's almost like a pyramid, and and the very pointy end of the pyramid is what touches into the um, into the into the bottom of the ocean there. So it doesn't have as strong a foundation as most islands do. So that, so that um, I, I, I just think that, that, that from what I feel, there's going to be a major one there. I think California has a couple coming that are big ones. And I, and I really think that, that in, in the middle of the country, there are going to be more earthquakes than we have anticipated. And I think even on the East Coast, there may be something. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to split the country or anything like that, but I do think that there are some large earthquakes coming because in many ways, the, the energy of the populace is unsettled. And I think 
I think part of it is that they're feeling the unsettlement in the earth, and part of it is they just feel unsettled within their reality as a whole. So that, so that it, it's it's very much, you know, we are very symbiotic. We take we take stability from our environment, and if the environment isn't stable, then we're not stable. And then if we're not stable, our animals aren't stable. And if our animals, I mean, it it's a wicked it's a wicked cycle. So in order to have stability you know, we, we've got to sort of get control of ourselves. And again, we're right back to it. it it's, it's, it's becoming settled and stable within ourselves. And, and that energy spreads into our environment. So you, you can't make the environment settled if you're not settled. And I think that's, that's where we're aiming here. Um, uh, Jen, Deb just gave me the three to four minute signal. So you want to tell people how you can, how they can get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me. Oh, goodness. Barb, you're going to have to do that. I'm going to have to mute again for a minute. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I'm muting. Just a sec. This is what we call humility. Jen Jen is, um, she's got a wonderful website. And Deb is <laughs> This is Barbara DeLong, host of Nightlight Radio, inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey, exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. Let Nightlight provide you with equal measure of light, love and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration. Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com.